What's up, beautiful? And welcome to Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and I'm here every single week to bring you juicy episodes that are loaded with tips, tricks, ideas, powerful mindset shifts, and all the things related to helping you have empowering, sexy, thriving, deep relationships. So buckle up, grab yourself a glass of tea, wine, bubbles, and get cozy as we dive into this week's episode. Hello there, gorgeous, brave, beautiful souls, and welcome back, or welcome, to this week's episode of the Relationship Badass Podcast. My name is Nikki Sunshine, I am your host, and I'm feeling so grateful to simply be with you guys this week. For those of you that hang out with me on Instagram, you know that I have been hosting this virus in my system for nine days now, and so I didn't even put out an episode last week because I had no voice and no energy to record it or produce it, and I didn't even let you guys know that's that's how out of it I have been. There was no announcement. There was just no episode. (laughs) So I'm just thankful to be here in functioning health and grateful to feel, I can feel the virus leaving my body and I feel more resourced and grounded now than I did last week. So appreciating the progress, even though I'm not where I want to be yet. Still sick, still have a chest cold. So, that so beautifully leads into starting today's episode with a bit of gratitude. And so today, I am so grateful for, it's, it's kind of multifold, so I'm so grateful for my body and her imperative health natural vitality and vibrancy, my incredible temple of a body that is so healthy and vibrant and in love with life. And I'm so grateful for the way that she operates without me even having to think about it most days. She breathes, she moves, she consumes nourishment, and I I barely have to think about it. My body, I am so grateful for you, my sweet body. I love her so much. And with that, I'm just so grateful for my life, being sick naturally, you know, I'm sitting here in this nine day virus, um, trying to find the the lessons and the, and the meaning, right? Um, basically I know there's something here for me. So what can I, what can I see? And one of the big things is being sick these last nine days has reminded me like, truly how grateful I am for just my day-to-day life. Oh my God, it's such a blessing. I get to wake up in this beautiful, beautiful dream mountain home that I'm obsessed with and love. 
look out of my own personal balcony onto the great divide, breathe it in. I have this morning routine that's really simple but nourishes me. I wake up, I make tea, I make my bed, and I pray. And that, like doing that every day and every night, not most nights these days, but oftentimes at night when I'm ready to go to bed, me and Warren will come together and we'll cuddle and we'll smoke some weed and I'll and I'll melt into the most delicious night's sleep. And so I'm so grateful for all those little things. The fact that I can work in a place that I love and the fact that typically my body's healthy enough that I can smoke weed before bed and have a really peaceful night's sleep. And so in the midst of a nine-day sickness where I haven't gotten much good sleep, I'm just really grateful for that. I'm grateful for a good night's sleep. Mm. I'm so looking forward to my next night of a full, uninterrupted night's rest. Oh, it's so good. So that's what I'm grateful for today. My body, my day-to-day life, and a full night's sleep. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> All right, you guys. Today's episode, I'm super excited to bring this to you guys. Um, many of you have reached out before asking me sort of questions like, what is coaching? Or why would I want to coach? Or what does it mean to be in a coaching relationship? Or how do I know if it's my time? And these are all really good questions. And so recently, one of my badass babes who finished out a six-month container with me, um, she offered to come on here and share with you all Um, bits and glimpses into her experience. And so I'm so grateful to her for being able to, being willing and brave enough to share this with you all publicly here. So today I have the Autumn Smith on the podcast. That's Free Your Inner Goddess on Instagram. Super inspiring, beautiful Instagram page. And this is one one of the first badass humans out there in the world who said yes to working with me as a coach Um, and particularly one of the first people who signed on to have an extended container with me and so um, Autumn was was really she's impacted me so much because she helped me to gain that confidence in my in my gifts and my what I have to offer. She really helped me gain that confidence. And so now I get to wear that confidence boldly and brightly on my chest in every client coaching interaction. And I have a lot of gratitude to give to Autumn for that. So I'm so excited to have her on here, you guys. Um, this is really interesting, I think, to, to hear this. So she's going to talk about, you know, where she was in her life when she decided she wanted to coach. What was it about me that had her knowing I was the coach for her? We talk about some of the moments she hated me as her coach. I think those are important to talk about. And we talk about some of the greatest challenges of working with me as a coach. You guys know me. I'm like, let's bring the darkness out and put it in the light. (laughs) So we go there. We also, of course, talk about some of the most powerful shifts she notices in her body, in her daily life, in her relationships coming out of this 
experience and what this experience of being in this six-month coaching container with me has allowed her. And so I hope you find this interesting. Maybe this answers some of the questions you have had around coaching and what it's for and when it can serve. And so I invite you to just get cozy and just open your mind, open your heart, and listen to the following conversation with openness and curiosity the best you can. Hmm. All right, my loves, enjoy this powerful and potent conversation with my girl, Autumn. <laughs> hey, Autumn. Hey, Nikki. Ooh, girl, I <laughs> am so excited not only to have you on the podcast today, but just to be looking at your beautiful, sparkling self, girl. Mm. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yay. So before we dive into more of the context of yours, your relationship with me, our relationship together, our we space, Miss Autumn, um, I'd love for you, I just want to have the audience get to know you a little bit, a little glimpse into who is Autumn Smith, aka Free Your Inner Goddess on Instagram. So I would love for you to just tell us who you are and what you're excited about in your life right now or just what, what your life looks like right now, whatever you want to share to give us a little picture of who Autumn is. Yeah. This question always makes me nervous. Yay! I know exactly what to say. Yes. Um, <laughs> Being in the nervousness with you. Yeah, sweating through it is fine. Yeah, girl, we're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Cute cat's crawling all over me. Oh my god. Uh, I guess what I could tell people the most is that I am very, very much turned on by women's empowerment. Mm. Um, I strive to help break the stigma. Oh. It's like makes me the happiest. Mm. Um, and what really lights me up is learning to turn my intuition into power to help people discover things they might not have noticed themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say when you said, um, you mentioned breaking the stigmas, I'm just like, yup, that's my girl. First time I ever saw you online, your profile picture was like you naked or painted head to toe in silver paint. And <laughs> you had like this warrior had your hair in this warrior hair that I remember. And I didn't know who, I didn't know who you were at that point. I just saw you and I was like, this chick. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just very bold. Um, yeah. So I, I love that about you. Um, yeah. I decided uh, probably like a year or so ago to turn my life around because I hit rock bottom. Yeah. And my motto for life was whatever made me uncomfortable I was going to do. Mm. Naked in front of the camera was not something I was very comfortable with. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So anyone who follows Autumn now knows that um, you post beautiful, tasteful nude photography. Um, but what I'm hearing is that was not always a part of your journey and that's something you've grown brave enough to do in the last year, year and a half. Yeah. It's a year and a half. Year and a half. Okay. So this last year and a half, you've been on this like self empowerment discovery journey. Does that feel true? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, something Autumn didn't share that I'm just going to share because you guys are going to be like, what? This woman is a motherfucking badass. You will hear over the next hour all of the reasons she's a badass. And on top of that, I want you guys to know that she's 25 years old. No, 26. You just heard yeah. But still, like, WTF. And this woman takes care of four pets and two children on top of her entire empowerment journey and all the other things she's doing. So... I just got to name that since you didn't, because you're such a badass in the sense that you, a lot of the, I would say a lot of the things that, that people feel are reasons they can't go on their own journey, such as I'm a mom or like, I have a whole household I have to take care of you. As long as I've known, you have not let that be an excuse. You just haven't. No, I'm an exhausted mom. I have all these things to do and I need my me time yoga shed. I'm getting my 10 minutes in my yoga shed. I don't, I don't care what it means, but I need my me time. So I really honor that about you. Yeah. I guess that's one thing I didn't mention either is that I'm very much an advocate for stay at home moms. I feel like we get a bad rep and people think it's all easy. It's not. And (laughs) also use my social media to show people that like, I love what I'm doing, but it's also hard as shit. Can I say that on the mm-hmm. social media? Oh, girl. Girl, this is my podcast. Fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, and I always strive to create a place where other moms can be like, oh, wow, I really fucking feel like that too. Like, oh, I'm not alone? Oh, cool. Like, we can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's been so many times that I felt so alone. I'm like, do other people really feel like I chose to be a stay-at-home mom? Why am I so miserable? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bringing some light to that conversation of like what it really is like to be at stay at, a stay at home mom, and and um, I almost feel like bringing more honor to the stay at home mom because, like you said, it's certainly not easy um, at all in my in my witnessing experience. I don't have personal experience yet, so <laughs> but I learned vicariously through you and and my sister and other beautiful badass mamas in my life. Yeah. 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 Mm, so there's so much to you, beautiful <laughs> dynamic goddess. So I have the privilege of knowing this beautiful dynamic goddess. Yes. Through some Instagram stalking a year ago, but uh, eventually um, Autumn here reached out to me and we began to form a coaching relationship, me and her. And so I guess in the beginning, like my first question is, why did you feel gravitated towards me as a potential coach or guide in your life? Cool. You triggered me so much. <laughs> I would watch you dancing on Instagram and be like, oh God, that girl. Why she <laughs> Who doesn't shave their armpits? <laughs> and I would like constantly like look at your page like, wow, like she's doing it again. Here she goes. <laughs> And there was always this piece of me. I was like, why can't I do that? Like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. Because I always carried around this whole idea like, oh, I don't care what people think. I do what I want. But deep down, there's a lot of me that was like, no, I still care. And I'm still acting or showing up a way that wasn't authentic to who I was. Yes. And you triggered me in that because you were doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. Mm. And the other thing for me was that you were so raw. Like I always wanted to use my social media as an outlet to really connect. And it wasn't even for attention. It was just to make people feel less alone because that's all I wanted was someone to connect with. Yes. And I was so afraid that if I post this, what was my mom going to say? What was my mother going to say? What are my friends from high school that I don't connect with? Are they going to come out of the woodworks and suddenly be judgmental? Yes. So 
you were doing that. You were so raw. Like I would, every day I'd stalk your page. And it's just one day I was like, I need, I need to connect with this girl. Mm. Like we need, our past have to come together somehow. Mm. <laughs> I just love you so much. I'm like welling up with emotion over here and like almost in tears. Okay. Oh, Nikki, everyone forgot my introduction that I'm your prodigy child. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did forget to mention that. Um, this is my prodigy child. Basically we always, Autumn and I always joke that like you are, you are twin flame, Nikki. I don't, I don't like that Nikki 2.0 anymore. It doesn't fit because you're so your own self, but like yeah. Nikki stamped onto Autumn. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's her own being. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just love that you mentioned, like, you triggered the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to reflect this for the listener because when you said that, what came up for me was remembering how my first, now granted, I don't know actually if I was your first ever teacher that you hired, like in a one-on-one setting. Um, I don't think I was, maybe, but. Um, I had like the traditional like therapy. Okay. Like, sit, yeah. like, sit in a psychology office, but you were the first person like online, virtually. Yep. It was a huge step, like trusting someone I didn't know. Totally. Over right. Right. Yeah. And, and you're just reminding me how much my first teacher that I sought out also overlined someone I had never met, Jason Gaddis, who runs the relationship school, how he triggered the fuck out of me. <laughs> you're just reminding me of that, which is what kept me coming back. You know, like it was like, fuck you, dude. And then the next day I'd be like, well, there might've been something to that. <laughs> so I love, I love that you share that piece. Yeah. So once you decided, okay, that's the one, that's the weirdo I'm going to seek out for, for a relation, a coaching relationship. Um, once we began our work together, what was sort of the transformation you were looking for? Like, what were you sort of hoping to experience or shift during our time? Ironically, at first I was kind of like, oh, like my husband and I are kind of disconnected help me reconnect my relationship. And then it quickly turned into, nope, this isn't what I want to work on at all, really. Yeah. <laughs> my relationship's really with myself that I need to work on, and then it'll help everything else. And mm. I was so stuck on the fact that there was something external going on that needed fixed, and you were going to solve it for me. Instead, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a bright, shining sign saying, nope, we're going to look inside of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so when I just, this is kind of off the cuff, but <laughs> so you're yeah. talking like, we're going to fix my marriage and my husband and all the things. Right. Yeah. And then I keep shining this really annoying bright light back on yourself and your internal stuff. Um, how did you feel towards me at first when I, when I just kept doing that to you? Uh, okay. We're off the cuff. Okay. I was like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with me. I am on a self, like I'm on my own journey. I'm improving. Like at this point I had been a couple months into like my like journey of like picking my pieces back up. And I was feeling like real confident in myself and thinking like, Oh, okay. The next step is to work on my marriage. Like this, this woman can help me do that. No, this woman's telling me I'm like, there's a lot of issues with me. I mean, you didn't say it like that, but yeah. I, thought. I was like, not my fault. No, it's his fault. <laughs> Basically like, fuck you, Nikki. Yeah. Oh, and then you did that whole, like, let's talk about your childhood. <laughs> I was like, I stopped going to my therapist for a reason. <laughs> so if you don't want to talk about your childhood, you might want to avoid working with me. Yeah, it's all connected. <laughs> it'll, it'll make sense eventually. Right. What I'm hearing from you is 
If, if anyone out there ever decides to work with me, you might at first be thinking, what the fuck, bitch? I hate you. Shut up. Everything you're saying is triggering me. Why did I ever hire you? But then eventually maybe you won't be thinking those things is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And I definitely had to learn too that like, so my motto was to get uncomfortable. I never realized getting triggered was the same thing as getting uncomfortable. Right. Totally. And that's what I'm to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of us we're programmed to believe like if we're triggered that the whole, everything's bad. This whole situation's bad. You're bad for triggering me. I'm bad for being triggered. We're all bad. Right. Yeah. Okay. So would you say in our work together, you learn that like, it's okay to be triggered and we can be curious about the, our triggers. Is that something? You yeah. Know? I think too, one of the other things was it was okay to allow somebody else in mm-hmm. to help you through it. We're like me getting uncomfortable was my choice. Yeah. I chose to be naked in front of the camera. Mm. Having you trigger me was not my choice anymore. It was yours making me uncomfortable. I had no more control over it. And I had to surrender. I had to surrender and say, like, I trust this woman. Mm. Like, she's going up for me. And she is holding this space of love and security. Mm. And even though I'm triggered, I just need to tell her that. I just need to be open. It needs All the cards need to be laid out on the table. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to leave that there because it's <laughs> so good. Okay. So, okay. Actually, you know, what's coming up for me. Maybe you could share this story, but I just think this is, this could be powerful for someone listening. Do you remember that time that I released a new episode and you voxed me and you were like, it was episode 25. Do you remember? Uh, to, keys to a badass mindset. And you okay. listened to the episode and you messaged me and you were like, livid. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember exactly the details of it. I was like, that's not how it works. That's it was the one that limitations works. are perceived, not real. I'm pretty sure, right? Because I was like, yeah, all, yeah. all of your limitations are a perception. They're not real. Yeah. That was, I think, what I said in the podcast. Can you share like just that story for the listener? Because I think that yeah. was... So I actually remembered listening to it and being so mad. I couldn't box you at first. And I listened to it a second time and was like, all right, like let this sink in. And I was like, no, this bitch is wrong. (laughs) And I was so upset. And I remember trying to find the words to not sound so mean when I went to box you. Yes. (laughs) I was like, how do I tell her she's wrong in a nice way that she believes me? And I remember trying to give you like every example I could ever think of to like, prove you were wrong. And you were just so sweet about it. You're like, but it's just your perception. Like, oh, no, Nikki, this is life. This is not how this happens. Okay, Autumn, let's talk about it. <laughs> and you would like talk, me, talk to me about it in like a circle. Like, okay, let's go right back to the point of like, this is really just your perception. Uh-huh. Like, you entertain my idea for a little bit just to yeah. show me like your perception. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was really great about that was, well, what I really love. So first of all, because you were my client and we already had this container set mm-hmm. when you reached out and you were like, limitations aren't perceived. Like here's all the reasons why it was really cool because we had that container. I was like, Oh, I have so much space to hold for this. You know, like it was really cool to be able to just hold you in that. Um, and, and go there with you and, and unpack that. Um, and then in the end, you actually ended up leaving a review on the podcast for that episode. Seeing how incredible it was. Yeah. You were like, this episode has some truth and it's going to hurt. Yeah. I, think, I think for me, that was like a huge turning point. 
Mm. And the fact that you put that podcast out there and then held the space for me to just like freak out about it. Yeah. Kind of like, and like, you didn't just shut me down. Like you like talked me through it. And then I realized, wow, there's like a huge piece I'm missing because I was closed off to it. It triggered Mm. the shit out of me. I couldn't Mm. even hold the space for it. And since you held the space for me, I could then open my mind up to it. And I just, I mean, even today, like people say stuff and I'm like, your feelings are valid. That's just your perception. And I'm sitting there thinking, damn it, Nikki. Nikki-isms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have a quote in my house. Oh, that's what Nikki would say. <laughs> Nikki would say. I love the entire Smith household, in case that was not known. I love Tyler. I love Autumn. I love all the babes. I love little TT. I love Brody. Yep. I'm, even though, and I've never met any of them, but I'm like <laughs> creepy virtual Auntie Nikki. Yeah. Hi. We have a romance. It just hasn't been happened in person. It's fine. Yeah. Me and Autumn have a romance. I'm like creepy virtual Auntie Nikki to the kiddos. Me and Tyler yeah. have this like weird little friendship going on. It's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I'm going to zoom out, yeah, let's start here. So this might feel like a big question. So just whatever comes up or whatever feels most potent when I, when I ask it, but what feels like one or two of the most potent shifts that you've experienced, like that's different from before we worked together. Now, after we've worked together, that's different in your life. Oh. One or two changes or shifts, anything like that. I have one really big one. Okay, great. Um, changing my judgment into curiosity. Mm. That, besides the perception thing, that changed my entire view on like life. Mm. Um, I deal with a lot of judgmental family members. Um, and I had a really hard time because I, I always believed I was intuitive. And I never like really embraced that. I mean, you really helped me embrace that. So did Freya. Mm. But um, I always dealt with this, like, am I being judgmental or is my intuition telling me there's actually like something off about this connection with this person? Mm. And you held such a beautiful space, not only in showing me that like you should change your judgment to curiosity and like just start asking questions instead of being judgmental and mean about it. But you also taught me that like – how to put into that, like my intuition was right. And it was also okay to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just don't like people and that's perfectly okay. <laughs> yes. My, uh, my mother-in-law and I didn't always get along and there's just that I, I'm fine about it. Yeah. She yeah. Totally. About it. <laughs> um, she's very judgmental and I'm judgmental of her because I just, it's just how I am. And I've just embraced it. And I've definitely taken a lot. Like I'm not, I don't put as much negative energy into it anymore. I just accept the fact that like, yeah, I'm judging you right now. And I might even tell you, Hey, I'm judging you right now. Yes. I love that in you. Instead of like making that judgment, like to me, I always saw judgment as like someone taking away my power. Mm-hmm. Me now owning that and saying, Oh yeah, I'm judging you. Is me giving back the power to myself. Yes. Yeah. And it's totally. Just like, but I've also curved that, like, let's not be so mean and negative and let's just be curious about it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, open up that door to that, like, I always say it's, like, awkward. Like, if someone knows you weren't somewhere you're supposed to be, no one asks questions. They all, like, hide and pretend. Now I just turn to my judgment and curiosity. Oh, yeah, where were you? Mm-hmm. And then, like, people get so uncomfortable, like, oh, my gosh, did she really just ask you? Even though she knows you weren't there, like, she asked you. No one yes. asked. 
totally everyone says you were which feels like blame and projection and attack and then the other person shuts down yeah oh my god I love the way you own when you judge, just like from our work together, like such a transition from the, when we started working together, like now this is, let me know if this resonates or not, but it was more in the beginning. It felt like when you would judge, like a lot of us, you would feel shame around it. And so then it would be like, almost like, no, Nikki, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. And it was, it would like create this internal conflict. Whereas then later when it was like, yeah. And then I judge them and did it. It's like, woof, there's no conflict. Like it's just clean and clear. Like, yeah, that happened. And then I just, that's what I did. And it's totally fine. And I'm a human. And, um, oh, yeah, definitely. It was like owning that part of myself that I had like conditioned myself to believe over the years was so bad. Like judging people was so bad. Yeah. Like you're a horrible person if you did it. And I was like, what happens if I just like own up to it? Like, yeah, I do that. And then not only that, like tied back into like my whole social media message about like being transparent, owning your shit. And like, mm. I want you to know that I judge people. It's okay if you judge people. We're all here. No one's perfect. Yes. You're going to say you don't judge people, but I'm going to look at you and go, no, you do. No, honey, you do. <laughs> it's just a lot better if you own it. But if you're not ready to do that, that's fine. I won't judge you. <laughs> I love that, right? The, if you're not ready to own your your judgments. That's totally fine. We'll, we'll still love you in that. I might judge you for it, but I'm still loving you. <laughs> I think there was a couple of times you did that for me. Like you would bring me back to a moment and you're like, do you remember that moment? Yeah. Like, okay. Do you see where you are now? Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I always like to reflect back the growth and the progress and the celebration. Cause I feel it's so easy for all of us on the journey to not notice our own progress, like, like so easy for me not to notice my own progress, say, but then to notice every single step my clients make and my friends like, wow, look, you did that. Look, you did that. But then in my own journey, so easy to be like, I haven't done shit in a year. Like I've barely grown. It's like, wait, look at that. Look, look how much different you are with that and that. Actually, I have a cute little story to share because I remember this. It was actually, we were working together, what, six months. And I think we weren't even on a phone call, like a client call. I think we were just on like a you and me chatting call. Okay. And I remember making a comment to you like, oh yeah, like I haven't gotten anywhere. And I remember you stopping and you like, like grabbed a notepad and a pen. You drew this aggressive sign. You're like, see this? It was like one line straight up. And then there was like a side that had all kinds of squiggles. You're like, this is no growth. This is growth. Do you see the difference? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> we're going there. And you were like, it was so sweet too to see like, I had just made a comment not even thinking about it. So like you were not only upset that I wasn't noticing what I was doing, you were making me aware of what I was saying, mm. which has been huge for me because I've always been that person that complains about things. And like, you think like, oh, I'm just complaining, but like you're, you give your words a lot of power mm. and for you to always point out to me like, Oh, like I'm in my head. I was probably just like, Oh yeah, I'm not really growing. No big deal. And you're like, Oh no, no, no. Let me show you. And you like, have you appreciate that you mm -hmm. actually are growing. And even though you might be just using this as a phrase right now, you need to understand how your words have power mm -hmm. and that like, this isn't okay. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was so sweet to see you caring so much. And you got so passionate about it. <laughs> I remember this. I like threw some shit. I was like, what the fuck? And like you shoved like the tablet into the screen where I couldn't even see you anymore. It was just like a chart, like, and I could barely even read the pen and paper. 
And then you made me like, you like did a teacher style. You're like, do you see this side? What does this mean on them? What about this side? What does this mean? I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. So I'm hearing that my intensity <laughs> helped you to become more aware of just the language even that you use in your regular life when you're talking about yourself and your own experience. Yeah. Well, your intensity too is like, I don't want people to be intimidated by that because you did such a beautiful job of spending so much time getting to know all of my little things that most people don't, that you kind of knew like when to turn that switch, like, oh, she needs a kick in the ass right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, like she Mm -hmm. needs me to just hold her here and be with her. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful dynamic we had because I'd show Mm -hmm. up some days and you could just feel my energy and be like, okay, like I'm just like, you were just here for me. Like you just listened to me, bitch, no matter what I said, nothing was corrected. It was all just flowed out. It's a beautiful space. And then there's days like that that you were like, nope, no girlfriend. It's not okay today. (laughs) Oh, we like do still have such a good dynamic flow. Um, And I really think that's a, a testament to the fact that we are twin flames and soulmates, um, but also <laughs> a testament to what can happen when a coaching and client relationship gets built over many, many months. Um, like you said, I had six months to really get to know the ins and outs, your tendencies, your patterns, like, oh, haven't heard from Autumn in a couple of days. Like we were just talking about like, is she avoiding me? What's going on? Like she, there must be something she's feeling ashamed about. <laughs> and just all those little tendencies, I, I feel really helped me to be able to show up and serve you more. Um, so yeah, it was really great to get to know you just more intricately and deeply and uniquely over those, those many, many months. Um, so you've kind of shared a lot of this already, but I'll just ask the question once, um, just to kind of get the essence for the listener, because I want to highlight. So like, I guess my question is, what are some of the, what were some of the hardest parts about working with me? And like, I'm kind of thinking of the challenges that while you were in our relationship were maybe just challenging. Now, perhaps you can look back with retrospect and say like, oh, of course, I'm glad that was there. But maybe in the time of us just working together, this is something that was just straight challenging. Is there anything like that that comes up? Um, trusting you to push my boundaries. Mm. Like that's such a like a self-control thing I had to give up. Um, and letting someone in that I didn't know, like you were, you were like a stranger, like sharing all of my deepest, darkest secrets and allowing you to be there. I mean, you're incredible. Like you don't hold judgment. Like there's not, like I could tell you, I, I mean, maybe not that (laughs) I'd say I killed a kitty cat the other day and you'd be like, okay, let's, but I know how kitty cats are. (laughs) I was like anything but a kitty cat. Just kidding. (laughs) But like. Horrific, like we always, I think you and I talked about it, like how people shouldn't feel ashamed if they think about suicide Yes. or when it comes to like, I've been abused, I've been raped, being able to have those conversations and say like, oh yeah, like I was abused by this guy, but I still want to reach out to him and talk to him. Like being able to hold the space for not judging me. Cause some people might go, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Who would do that? Like, yeah. Or when people talk about suicide, it's like the, oh, I'm sorry. Like you were just, you were able to push my boundaries when I shared vulnerable things and hold the space for me. Mm -hmm. Kitty (laughs) keeps coming in the screen. Five months ago. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for that reflection. 
that um, I know that's one of my superpowers. And so having you reflect it just feels really warm and yummy in my chest and in my system. I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm, thank you. And I'm so glad that that could be of service. Yeah. So I guess as kind of we're winding down here, um, okay, I guess I want to ask one more kind of specific question about this. So is, is there any, we've talked about shifts within yourself, were there any noticeable or obvious shifts that took place in your relationships, whether that be friendships with Tyler, your husband, um, family relationships that was apparent from before or in the beginning of our work together until after? Um, I'd say this sort of kind of generalize it because it's worked in my marriage with my family members and with friends. Okay. It was, um, I might butcher this. You can correct me if I'm wrong. It was learning how to put my words into phrases that were going to open up conversations. So mm-hmm. I think you always, you always say, I feel blank about blank. Is yes. that correct? Yeah. Instead of like, I hate you. You did this. I can't believe you said that. Um, oh, I know there when, was like, you the, when you did, the, when you do this, I feel blank. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Impact? Yep. yeah. Um, I had a lot of trouble of like, in confrontation, finding the right words because I get so emotional. I'm so empathetic and I just like to release things and I would do like this word vomity thing and it wouldn't come out right. And yeah. it was really affecting my relationships. It was really affecting my marriage. It was mm. hard being in judgmental situations, not only focusing on changing it to curiosity and not being as judgmental, but also finding the words to speak that. Yes. Um, so that was a huge turning point and being able to, I mean, cause when I think about it all the time, I used to think, oh, I can't say that. It's petty. Like, it's going to start an argument. Okay. But you, you did a really good job of teaching me to say, like, oh, like, why do you think that about me? Or why are you acting this way towards me? Like, questioning the situations and giving them the opportunity to just discuss it in an open space instead of mm-hmm. pointing fingers. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of touching on that invitation instead of blame. Inviting yeah, that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so juicy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It sounds easy. That is so hard to do. Girl. Like right in a confrontation moment, like to think to myself going, oh my gosh, okay. How do I like open this up instead of like shrink inside and become like closed off or just attack? Yes. Yes. Totally. That moment. This, this leads me to another question. So do you feel in our work together, you learned how to, cause like that moment is key, right? We can discuss an idea or a new way you're going to approach the conversation. But if in that moment, when you're triggered, when you're activated, you can't actually slow down and impl- implement the new tool, then it's totally useless. Right. Um, yeah. so would you say that you learned how or, or ways to slow down and be able to be present in that challenging moment so you could implement a new way? Oh, definitely. I can actually, I'll share an example. So my husband might not be happy I share this, but it's fine. We love you, Tyler. Um, (laughs) We love you so much. A a night he got drunk and he got drunk and decided to spill all of his emotions. And usually I would have been like, this is stupid. Go to bed. You're drunk. And I remember reaching out to you. Then I remember going, no, you know what? I got this. And I just kind of held the space for him. I was like, okay, honey, like, why do you feel that way? Like, what's going on? Um, Let me hold you. Let's talk about this. And really taught me how to 
even with my husband, how to remove myself from the situation to create a space that allowed him to get out what he needed to. Cause clearly there was a lot of stuff going on and his drinking led him to open these doors. Mm. It was a good opportunity for him to have this release. And normally I would have been selfish in a way and been like, no, this is stupid. You're drunk. Nothing's going to be rational, you know, but he, I could see in a clearer light at this moment from your help that like he needed this and I needed to provide that for him. Mm. And if I didn't, I would have missed a great opportunity for him to get that kind of release that he really needed, that he just didn't have the courage. I don't know if courage is the right word. He just wasn't able to do sober. He needed a little help to be really vulnerable, which is scary for a lot of us. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. totally. And so sometimes that's a coach giving you some pep talks. Sometimes it's a couple beers that brings down that wall that has us feeling so closed and scared. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that I literally autumn just got chills as you were retelling that story because I remember that night and I remember how much I was celebrating both of you, you and Tyler, but especially you, because you held that space, even though you were also getting triggered. That's, I remember like you were getting triggered from the whole situation and you were able to say, okay, breath. Okay. Using my tools, regulate. I am triggered and I'm going to show up for him right now. This is really important. It was really fucking badass. I remember the next morning feeling like I was like on top of the world. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I did that. Yeah, girl. Did do that. (laughs) Yes. This is what I want. I want to be able to provide this space for other people because it not only does that for them, but it does it for myself. Totally. Yeah. You're such a fucking badass. <laughs> I learned from the best. Mel. <laughs> okay, so this feels like a cheesy question. I'm just going to name that to everyone listening, and I'm still going to ask it because I wrote it down, and I'm, I'm just going to go for it. Would you recommend a one-on-one coaching program with me to others? And if so, who? Who would you recommend? Um, of course I'd recommend it. Fuck yeah, I'd recommend it. <laughs> um, honestly, to anybody. Um, I think, I think if you go to Nikki's page and you get triggered, call her. <laughs> don't, even, just don't even fucking think about it. Like if you go and be like, what is she doing? Call her. Just, just skip all the bullshit and call her. <laughs> um, honestly, I think anybody in any situation could benefit from mm-hmm. the wisdom you have. Uh, it's, I've even noticed like my work with you, how I've, opened up space and changed my judgment to curiosity has not only helped me, but it's helped people around me. Even my judgmental mother-in-law. Wow. I, I've noticed it. Like it's like a drop on the water. Like it ripples a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I always like to say too, the best way to change people around you is to change yourself. Mm. Cause you can't change other people, but people are really motivated when they see other people changing. Yeah. And that's why you triggered me. You were doing all the things I wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now you get to trigger other people in your life. (laughs) The ripple continues. It's now my favorite thing when people tell me they're triggered by me. Like, oh yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) Let's go there. How juicy. (laughs) My intro question, what triggers you? Yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to. Uh, wait, you, you didn't just ask me that question. Did you? Did no. I just miss- okay. I was like, I just totally miss hear her. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. 
I'm no, I noticed while you were speaking, I did this thing I do when I'm feeling really honored and I like can't fully receive it. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you're being so nice and honoring me. I, I like laughed. I was like giggling. I do that to like divert sometimes like, I'm just going to name that. I noticed me doing that. And wow. Um, I wish people could see you too. Cause Nikki always does this thing where she puts her hands over like her heart together. And I always know like, Oh, I'm saying something real good right now. <laughs> you're hitting the heartstrings girl. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm just so honored. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, of course. I wasn't expecting to be so, so touched. Meow. Yeah. So y'all, this is autumn. This is actually like really one of the first, you're like the first person to ever sign on with me for such an extended period of time. And in my mind, you're, you're, the per, you're the first person, I've told you this, who said yes to me. Like, truly, you came out of nowhere. I had never met you. And you're just like, I'm working with you. What's it cost? There it is. Boom. Done. And, and you really helped me to slowly but surely gain the confidence because I, I knew I had I have the energy. I have, I have what it takes. But it was oh. that piece of not believing in myself. And you were huge in really helping me to become confident because we just had such an on fire connection and relationship from the start. And then because of that, I've been able to go on and have so many deep and powerful relationships with other people. So I am forever in deep gratitude to you, my sister, mm-hmm. my queen, my fellow queen. And I guess I would just like to open the space if there's anything else that wants to be shared, expressed, witnessed, um, asked in this moment to kind of feel complete here sharing your experience. Oh, that's a good one. Um, hmm. I don't think I was ready for this question. I know. I threw that one at you. It wasn't on our list. (laughs) (laughs) Here, do that thing where we just breathe in your body and see if anything comes up. And if it doesn't, then we're complete. I guess like the biggest thing that comes up for me is that working together never felt like an obligation. It never felt like when I used to go to therapy, like sit down therapy, like it felt like a job, like a task. Like I felt like I had to show up a certain way. And with our dynamic and our relationship, you just, I just, it was easy. It was so easy. It was like being a best friend. There's a cat in my head. (laughs) There's a kitty on her head, you guys. (laughs) Oh, I love him. (laughs) Love him so much. Yeah, we just became best friends, literally. And we always joke because you always said, like, oh, like I remember you saying, is it normal to fall in love and be best friends with your clients? And it was like, we don't even care. Like this dynamic, it just it works. And we just went with what felt right. And I just I just never had to worry. I could Mm. just show up in any form and bad days, good days we could, you know, we just figured it out. Mm. Hell yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Thank you, Autumn, so much for showing up here today and being so brave and sharing the you know, inner workings of this very vulnerable and, and, and intimate coaching relationship we shared. Um, I trust that your, your sharing today is going to touch, inspire, resonate, speak to someone out there who needs it. So thank you for being yeah, and. If anyone is curious about my experience more, they are welcome to slide in my DMs and chat up about it. I would love to share more intimate details about our workings together. Mm. Girl, no. <laughs> so I will link Autumn's Instagram in the show notes at Free Your Inner Goddess. And whether you follow her to reach out and hear more about her experience working with me, or if you just want to be empowered and be following a beautiful badass goddess on the web, um, I recommend heading on over there and checking her out. Mm, Thank you, sister. I love you so much. I love you too. All right, all right, all right. Ooh. (laughs) I am experiencing a few tears over here and just re-listening to that, feeling just deeply appreciative and humbled in this moment. So I hope that this conversation has given you some insights and clarity around what this whole coaching thing is about, why someone might be interested in a coach, and um, sort of what that relationship can look like and what can happen over an extended container, committed container with a particular coach or guide or teacher. So if this episode was helpful for you. Will you let me know? I would love to know if this was helpful, if this taught you something, if this um, answered any questions for you. It's not my typical type of episode. Um, so yeah, I would love, I'd love, love, love your feedback as always, gorgeous souls. So if you want to follow my girl on Instagram, I've linked that in the show notes. She also shared that she is open. If anyone has further questions about her experience, you can just send Miss Autumn a direct message on Instagram and she'll be available for you. Mm. So Autumn, because I know you're going to listen to this, I just want to publicly share my deep, deep love crush, girl crush for you. I love and adore you so much. Thank you so much for being so brave and being willing to share your experience even though it was a little scary to do so with the intention of serving others thank you autumn so my loves something to ruminate on is if you are listening to this and there's something lighting up inside of you a tingle a sensation in your body consider that maybe that time in your life when you could benefit from a personal guide or coach might be coming up. So I, Nikki Sunshine, in February of 2020, will be having two to three one-on-one spots opening to work with me. 
So I only ever take five one-on-one clients at a time. I just finished up a three-month program. Two of my women are resigning. Two are complete in working with me right now. And one I'll find out tonight. So that's why I say there's two to three spots open. I'm not sure on that last one. So if you are feeling like maybe 2020 is your year, this is the time you want to invest in yourself and feel what that's like. You're ready to give yourself the gift of personal support. Then consider my Wealth of Self program. It's my signature program and it's all about creating a beautiful, delicious relationship with myself with my emotions, with my body, and therefore with everyone else in my life. So that is available to two or three of you in February of 2020. So that's just something to ruminate on. And if you're hearing this and you're like, hmm, I think that's for me, then just go ahead, reach out to me directly and let me know that you feel the calling. Hmm. Mm. My loves, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that shows up and chooses to have me in your ear every week. I really, really, truly hope that you're being served, that you're gaining value and wisdom from this podcast. And if you are and you want to say thank you, Nikki, I appreciate all that you've shared You can do so by taking two to three minutes, hell, it's really more like 30 seconds of your time. Scroll down to the bottom of the page where you're listening to this on Apple iTunes, if that's where you're listening. Leave me a rating, one to five stars, a review, subscribe to the podcast. All of that together takes about 30 seconds. And then if you have another 30 seconds, send this episode or any episode you've resonated with to a friend who you think would be served from hearing that episode. That is the greatest way to say thank you. I appreciate all of you who are sharing the podcast, who are talking about it online, who are sending it to your friends. I can't spread this mission and this message alone, right? I need some help. (laughs) So I appreciate you out there helping me on this Lovolution mission. Mm. All right. I feel complete here right now. So, I'm sending you deep, deep love and open, unwavering acceptance for exactly where you are right now in this moment. It is beautiful. It is dynamic. Beauty doesn't look a certain way. I trust where you are, even if it's painful, that it's here to help you. I love you. I will catch you sexy beings in the next episode.